Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Guys, gals, non-binary pals, welcome to the Are You Listening Podcast, the podcast born out of saying, hey, you should listen to this to your friend, your friend saying, yeah, I will do that, and knowing, both of you knowing it's not going to happen. Not happening. This is basically a responsibility podcast. We're keeping each other honest. Yes. We're keeping each other. We're held, as I said at some point last week while discussing a different record, not on the show. This was personally uh, held captive sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Kidnapped. Kidnapped victim of records because we're sitting with them for a week listening to them. <laughs> I am Brand, the co-host of the podcast. I'm here with my friend Scott. Scott, how are you today? Good, buddy. How you doing? Good. I hope you were not held captive by this record, but we'll get there. We'll get there. We're here to talk about the Devil Wars Prada record with Roots Above and Branches Below. Yes. I'm going to dive right into the notes here, Scott. Whoa. We're going to get kicking. We're going to get fired. Right into it. I, I feel that this beginnings are always awkward. And it's not like we <laughs> did. It's not like we weren't talking before we started. So I feel like there might not be a reason to do it. It's once that voice comes in, it says recording started. <laughs> it, it gets weird. Yeah, it does. I, I don't know why. It's just it's weird energy. If if you like weird energy, you're gonna love this episode and you're the podcast as a whole. Right. The Devil Wears Prod is an American metalcore band from Dayton, Ohio. Oh, from Ohio, right around my neck of the woods. Kind of like in between us. That is kind of in between us. Founded in, and I think this might be why they missed you to begin with. Okay. Founded in 2005. Oh yeah. No, I was kind of. I, I wasn't in the scene Scott, you were anymore. A, you were a full-blown adult in 05. Yeah, <laughs> you I was. Full-blown adult. 100%. Uh, the band derived their name from the novel of the same name. So their oh. name is from The Devil Wears Prada, which is the novel, the movie The Devil Wears Prada was based on. Unlike The Wonder Years, which was not based on the TV yeah. show, so says Soupy. Why, why we always got to bring <laughs> Soupy up? Why we always got to bring Soupy up? Because you love him. Devil Prada, founded by all Christian members and maintaining a theme that represents their religion, the group played their first show in 05 with a fill-in bassist and only one guitarist. I didn't know the Christian aspect of this band. Prior to this album. Prior to this album. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's heavy. And the name being what it is of this mm -hmm. band, I did not expect it yeah. at all. Whew, boy, is it heavy. Yeah, it's in there. 
Yeah, Jesus. Quickly after they played with that fill-in bassist and, and one guitarist, rhythm guitarist Jeremy DePoister and bassist Andy Trick joined, and then they filled out the personnel that is the personnel on this record. Okay. Uh, Mike Haranica on lead vocals, Chris Ruby on lead guitar, James Bainey on keys, synthesizer, and piano, and yeah. Daniel Williams on drums, percussion. Okay. So Devil Wars Prada began writing with Roots Above and Branches Below after performing the 2008 warp tour so they were oh. on 2008 performing and then started writing the record started writing the record mike ranica had stated we're really excited for this album it's definitely going to be darker heavier and more epic expect a much heavier more metal record okay drummer daniel williams said the new album would be wilder and crazier with songs that would feature new elements such as choruses oh they didn't do choruses previous no, they sure oh didn't. wow okay they sure did not okay and james bainey said it would be me more mechanical but would still maintain their signature style mechanically epic <laughs> metal with, with metal and choruses, and choruses. Yep. <laughs> i feel like none of these guys were on the same page for this record they were on the only page that mattered to them <laughs> just the one the page of the lord Yes, <laughs> I was going to say the flyleaf of the Bible. Have you listened to flyleaf? I can feel it all around me. No, that's bad. I do, um, I, yeah, never a record. I think they had one single on the radio. Yeah, I didn't know they were Christian forever. And their name They're is Christian flyleaf. Too? They're huge Christian, man. Uh, Scott, I'll be honest with you. A lot of the scene that was like predominant in this time was Christian, was either Christian uh, pretending to be Christian ah. or not telling people you're not Christian. <laughs> that That's what I like a, a lot of it. Kind of <laughs> we were in two different scenes because I was strongly in the uh, we're evil metal scene. Yeah, I'm not saying that the that that was the hardcore scene, but that was the like the the heavy the scene, the heavy warp tour scene was yeah. very Christian for a while. I mean, as dying was fucking Christian. Like, come on now. Yeah, I was out of the Warp Tour scene at that time. With Roots Above and Branches Below was released May 5th, 2009. Cinco de Mayo, baby. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But yeah, 2009. So you're even much more of an adult at this point. 2009, I have, you said May? May. Lucas was born in February of that year. Yeah, so you got a, you got a new baby running around. At that time, I'll tell you exactly what I was listening to. Lil Wayne's. The Carter Three, over and over and over, driving at three o'clock in the morning for Lucas to fall asleep to. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you have a new baby and I am getting, well, it's hard to say you're getting the freedom because this would be a year after I graduated. I'd be yeah. I'd be in college. But like I've had that, that quote unquote, like freedom to do really whatever right. I wanted since I was 12. 10. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, you know. Do semantics, it might be a little earlier, but but I have other albums released in May of 09 here. Let's do it. I got Let's a bunch. See what I was, I yeah, was I, listening to. Maybe I got, I got a bunch. I'm not sure what you were listening to. There's a couple that maybe, but I I'm gonna go rapid fire. So there's no Let's need. There's no need to put a lot on any of these if you don't want. Sure. May fifth, Isis, Wavering Radiant. We listened yeah. to Ocean Oceanic. I think yep. it was. That's the only the, Isis I've listened to. The Loudwire list. I I, yep. I liked it quite a bit. I think you liked it a little less than I did. I think I still liked it, but I think you surprised me by how much you liked it. Yeah, and I, I still I'm not quite sure why. And it didn't lead me to listen to other Isis. So yeah, right. 
May 5th, I was listening to this. Gucci Mane's Murder Was the Case. Nope. So Devil Wears Prada Gucci Mane, one, two punch. There I was you there. go. That's it. Same day, by the way. It came out the same day. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. May 5th. I put this one on there. I thought you might be listening to this one. Connor Oberst and the Mystic Valley Band, Outer South. I don't know that one. I didn't even know Connor Oberst had uh, Connor Oberst and Blank thing. Going. He has like five different projects. He did Bright Eyes. He did some solo, solo stuff. Uh, Bike Club with Phoebe Bridgers. What the fuck is the name of it? <laughs> Either way. Uh, and then he did like a Desperados which was a group thing he was in of monsters and men for a bit. He did like, he's just always working. People seem to love him. I like him. I enjoy, I enjoy the bright eye stuff a lot. I never listened to a full record, but I know a bunch of tracks. Yeah. It's coming eventually. May 5th. We've talked about this band. Mm-hmm. You and I personally may have talked about this record. Oh, okay. The record gray Britain from gallows. I fucking love that record. That that right there was what I was listening to this entire month. This would have been around the time I saw them at Warped Tour, I imagine. Mm. This was when he would have been... It honestly still blows my mind when I think about it. He had the mic stand in the pit. It was crazy. Yeah. It was yeah, absolutely he, crazy. Frank Carter is wild, wild. Yeah. And uh, that record in particular... I thought you didn't listen to that record because I think it's on the list for you. It's I, I That's the one after the one with In the Belly of the Shark. Yes. Yeah, yeah I don't think I've ever listened to the full thing. Okay, then it can still be on the list. I love that record. I think that is one of those records that before we started the show, we talked about, and you said you need to listen to it, and I said, yeah, I'll do that. And then you never did. Yeah, yeah. I go back to that one frequently, and I love it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't really, I don't, I don't think I ever listened to it. If I did, it was one of those situations where I listened to it when it came out, and I was like, oh, this isn't, this isn't the gals I want. And then I just, <laughs> yeah, this I, isn't I, in the belly of the shark. Didn't revisit it. May 5th, kind of on the Guar track here. Oh. Kind of a comedy type band that much like, I mean, I don't want to compare them because this is much more of a comedy style band than Guar was. Guar had a little bit. It is Psycho Stick. Is it really? (laughs) It is Psycho Stick. I love Psycho Stick. But much like Guar to me, there's only one record. Like, I I don't need 10 records. And this one is Sandwich. It is the one that I got into. So Psycho Stick Sandwich. Is that the one I listened to? Oh, man. I don't know if I was listening to them at that time. It is Sandwich. There's the one. The yeah. one Psycho Stick record. Name another Psycho Stick record. There, there, there's five, apparently. We yeah, couldn't yeah. think of they, a title. They have few. Such, they have a bunch. Space Vampires versus Zombie Dinosaurs in 3D. Four, Revenge of the Vengeance. And their fifth record is called Do. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We couldn't think of a title as the one that I was thinking of. Okay. That's the one. I, apparently, I listened to two Psycho Stick records. Big uh, Psycho Stick head over here. Big I guess. Psycho Stick head. Yeah, this one's got Death Burger and Beer and I Hate Doing Life. Yeah, this is the, okay. That's the one I listened to. Coming out on May 12th, we have Aiden with Knives. Aiden, the victory, the victory band. The victory draft. Aiden was on there. I don't remember Knives, but I remember liking... I uh, all I remember is American Nightmare. Was that the name of? It's something like that. I like yeah. those. I like their first two records, and then I've recently went back and listened to what might be their most current record. It might have just been an EP, but I liked it a lot because I know okay. we yeah. talked about this. William Control, yeah, now like a solo artist. Now he does. Didn't you say he was like like a Skrillex type artist? Now it's not Skrillex type, but it is electronic. It's like electro pop. Oh, okay, yeah. 
but with his voice, you know, it's it's kind of one of those deals. May 15th. Here you go, Scott. This is where you listen to your favorite by this man. Uh, relapse by Eminem. Oof, no, relapse is not the one. Relapse is not the one, but I listened to it at that time and got really sick of the fucking those accents he did on that record. My God. Well, nuts. Here's your one two punch for May 15th because you probably checked them both out the day they dropped. We have 21st Century Breakdown, Green Day. Ugh. One two punch, Scott. I, I, mm. <laughs> God, that one, it just hurt so bad. Worse than American Idiot? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, so I didn't like American Idiot. I went and saw them on that tour, but I didn't like it. And then I was, I had big hopes for the next one and I hated it more than American Idiot. Let you down. Completely. Is that the one that, uh, like, Wake Me Up When September Ends is on? I feel I thought, like, is that not on American Idiot? I have no idea. I just Maybe feel, I just feel like there would be a hit on that one. And I feel like that would, that the, the time frame in my head worked if, for it. If, that track wasn't on American Idiot. It was on that. Okay. That next one. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Green it was Day. It right fans. around that. I time. know Super Green Day fans are screaming about the track list. That's fine. Let them because I stopped being a Green Day fan after Dookie. <laughs> no, it was later on. I liked Nimrod a lot. We've had this conversation. I've liked International Super Hits, and I was out. That's where I left. Yeah. No, Dookie is definitely my Dookie and Insomniac. Those are my two big ones. I like their earlier stuff like Kerplunk and 39,000 slap happy hours or whatever it's called. But man, Dookie was right in that right in that sweet spot for like life changing stuff. Coming out. I can't say this is life changing, but coming out May 18, <laughs> uh, Carver City by CKY. That one let me down a bit. Really opposite for me. You liked it. I liked Carver City. I mean, I, I like it. It's just coming off of. I may not have listened to a CKY record at length before this i was only familiar with their music from oh, okay. the cky videos there was so they did the 96 quite bitter beings record which i can't remember the title of it mm-hmm. uh and then they did the next one which was man I'm, I'm spacing on their titles but the cover was just black with the gold and red cky logo on it and then the title underneath and then they did the next one which was blue on the cover and I remember that coming out, reading a review of it in Rolling Stone. They shit all over it because the band's name was Camp Kill Yourself. Yeah. But it was talking about there was like some uplifting tracks and kind of like some anti-suicide, like suicide prevention type tracks on it. Mm -hmm. And I got so pissed off at that review that I wrote into Rolling Stone. Oh, man. Talking shit to the person who wrote the review titled my letter fuck you with the cky being capitalized and just went off like i was so angry at the reviewer of that record and did it make you feel better it did okay i mean it, it didn't get published or anything like that oh scott I'm, like, I'm gonna say it probably never even got read <laughs> oh probably not but like it was cathartic as hell yeah literally handwriting it putting it in an envelope writing the rolling stone address like you're complaining about an aerosmith record (laughs) yes like (laughs) like back in the day i went dude i went nuts about that review but but carver city after that one record i don't want to say it let me down it just wasn't what i was really looking for it's like they read that review and adjusted 
and then slightly adjust it. But like, I get the the theme behind that record, and like, it's kind of centered around their city. Yeah. Like, like what a crap place it is for them to to live and grow up, and like the murders that actually happened there. Yeah. Uh, it's sort of a concept record based on where they live and grew up. And the one thing about CKY that I think it's overlooked a lot is they have some of the most inventive and enjoyable riffs out there. The guitar tone is mm-hmm. like singularly theirs. Yeah. It's, like it's no crazy. other band, like no other band before them sounded like them. Mm-hmm. But there's been so many copycats that have tried to sound like them because their sound is just so like so great. I I love that era of CKY. And speaking of a band that is tied to a particular scene, man, that whole like jackass skate scene. Oh yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, it, it helps that like their brother was yeah. one of the one of the main. Just Margera was the drummer. I drummer. Think. Yeah. Uh, coming out on May 18th, one of your favorites, Scott. Uh, oh, he, no. he he contributed to one of your favorite records we've ever listened to for here for the show. Is it Akon? No, it's Mersbau. <laughs> okay. He came out with Yerzia, 13 Japanese Birds, Part 5. Wow. I would rather listen to a Mersbau record than a Sun record, I said. Oh. May 19th, we have <laughs> Meth and Red putting out Blackout 2. There you go. Uh, own it on vinyl. That is one I do own. I always there like to go. throw those on there if I see them on the list. Yeah. May 19th. And now my don't own, never listened to Busta oh. Rhymes, back on my BS. I've never listened to a Busta full project. Oh, oh man. It would probably be the, his his debut would probably be one I'd bring to you. But it's 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 going to be hard to talk about Busta because he's so he's he's such an individual. It's going to be hard to really put him in a box of how are we going to talk about this man? I've always liked his style and like the singles that come out and the features he does. It, it is a lot. I will say that as a, yeah. as a fan, uh, as a bust of fan, but I mean, I guess I'm not a huge fan because I never listened to this record, <laughs> but as a bust of fan listening to a whole record of Busta, especially if there's not a lot of features is a lot. Okay. Like it, he's saying so many words. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like getting into a Twista project. Yeah. Yeah. Although Twista is almost more laid back. Like it the, the rapping is faster, but the, yeah. the sound is laid back, whereas Bust is pretty fucking aggressive the whole time. Is he? Next up, May 19th. Talk about scenes and what certain records do for them. Mm. This was a huge record, and this guy was putting these out, DJ Drama. This is the Gangsta Grills, the album. Oh, I've heard about those volume they're two. huge yeah, let me huge. let me just run you through scott the feature list sure i'll just read you who's on this record because it's insane yeah i'll just start from the first track and just read you the features okay ti young joe sean paul lonnie mac Ludacris, willie the kid buster rhymes trey songs gucci main young jock bun b flow rider mike jones rick ross trick daddy snoop dog ti akon fabulous yo Gotti, oj the juice man scarface wow the dream like it's crazy. Juvenile, Soldier Slim, BG. It's crazy. Nas, yeah, that's yeah. nuts. It's wild. And the, I get the hate for Gangster Girls. Like I get the the, but it was all part of that that Dat Piff mix type stuff where yeah. you would get those big, huge producer tags that lasted for 10, 15 seconds at the beginning. Right. Gangsta Grills. Like we don't <laughs> we didn't need that. Trapaholics, real trap shit. Yeah, I I don't need that. There's a part of me that still loves him a little bit. Like mm-hmm. 
as a fan, as as a person who was a big time fan of Waka Flocka Flame, those are a major part of his mixtapes. So oh, okay. Yeah. You'll hear that. He'll rap a bar and then you'll hear 10, 15 more seconds of like producer tags and then he'll rap that <laughs> same bar and continue down the Oh, the Jesus. But yeah, the, the Gangster Grills tapes were huge for the hip hop scene at this time. Yeah. May 19th, the Oak Ridge Boys put out a new record. The Whoa. Boys are back. Wow. They're back, Scott. The Boys are back. Man, who knew? May 26th, I see this vinyl for sale on every website I've ever went to buy a vinyl from. <laughs> and I, I still have never purchased it. I still it. don't know what it is. The band Phoenix, the record is Wolfgang Amadeus. I see it all over the place, too. No idea what it is. Yeah, no clue. Nope. And, and I've never felt the need to investigate either. No, nope, like, me neither. <laughs> I see it. And I'm like, oh, I bet people like that, I guess. If I see it that much, there's a reason I see it. And it's not good. Uh, coming out on May 26th, we have the Sun O record, Monoliths and Divisions. Mm, we have opinions about that band. If you want to know them, check it out on our last and final episode of Behemoth. Yeah, be warned, it's not a great episode. Not just our opinions either. The episode, it's such a weird energy the whole time because we don't know how to talk about it. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, we do admit we may not be smart enough, but whatever. May 26th, we have Barrier Deads. It's nothing personal. You a Barrier Dead guy? No, I don't uh, know them. May 27th, we have Alestorm. Ah, Black yes. Sails at Midnight. Yes, the pirate-themed band you love it you're a love huge it. huge pirate guy how can you not love pirates i love pirates i feel like i feel like two tracks in and i i lose interest in the theme like I'm i just mean like, okay okay guys we get it you don't go in listening to an ailstorm discography in one day yeah, i don't think one one project is enough yeah that's right it, it, they're psycho stick they're, they're psycho stick. <laughs> yeah they're definitely so, niche here I have the Billboard Hot 100, week oh, of May, May 23rd, 2009, Hot 100. At number five, Halo by Beyonce. You've never listened to a to a Beyonce project? Nope. I don't think I've heard that song. I mean, I know it's big because it's yeah top five, but I yeah, I can't think of it. At number four, probably my only, probably the only song by this guy I enjoy, if I'm being honest. Oh, okay. Day and Night, Kid Cudi. Oh, I love that song. It's the only that, one I like. I don't like any other songs by it. That I mean, yeah, I I get that. <laughs> I can see that. Like I I love that first record, mm -hmm. Man in the Moon one. I I love that one so much. Um, but I can see where some people don't get into him. But I mean, he's huge right now. Yeah, I think it'll remain so. Like I don't. Yeah. I think he's one of those guys that's just gonna stay around, putting music out for his fans mostly. Like some, yeah. there will be some crossover here and there, but for the most part, he has his fan base, and I'm glad that they enjoy what he's doing. Yeah. At number three, we have Blame It, Jamie Foxx featuring T Pain. Okay. Remember that track? No. Blame It on the Alcohol. That's that song? Okay. Yeah. I do know that song. Yeah. Not my not my jam. At not number two, you will be getting this record Poker Face, Lady Gaga. P -p -p Poker Face. I know that song. I covered yeah. it once. Attaboy. That's what yeah, I like to hear. That was it. And at number one, a worse song than the other four. <laughs> boom boom pow by the black eyed peas oh yeah they just have so much crossover they can't stay off the charts they yeah. could put out garbage and they'd be number one and on they the did <laughs> yeah. and they were i pulled out two more here that maybe be more in your realm because man sure. it, it's a while at number 16 gives you hell all american rejects oh i remember that track that is the track that got me back into them that was off that white covered 
record yeah their faces were on it i think the background was white yeah it kind of looked like a weird queen cover i think yeah 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 i I, think so it might be off that one or it might be off the next one i don't know i don't know i just remember the go-kart cover one and i that's like their first one i like that one one. yeah that was the the swing 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 from the tangles and then at 27 we've talked about this guy before and this one this is his biggest hit i'm yours by jason mraz Oh yeah, I I covered that song too. Wow, you're just covering. You're on the charts, Scott. You're covering. I am on the charts. Uh, yeah, I I dug Jason Mraz for a bit. Now I got the Billboard 200 of week of May 23rd, 2009 at five. And this, by the way, just listen how crazy the difference between the Hot 100 and the Billboard 200 is. Number five, Together Through Life, Bob Dylan. Whoa, I was not expecting that at all. At number four, Unstoppable, Rascal Flats. Okay. At number three, Fantasy Ride, Sierra. Kind of the only one that matches the... That's kind of on the the Hot hot 100 area. Yeah. At number two, no singles off this on the charts. Well, I mean, they may have been lower. I didn't really look, but... Right. Hannah Montana, the movie soundtrack. Oh, my. (laughs) That's just parents buying that for their kids. Exactly. And number one, never even heard of it, Epiphany by Christette Michelle. Who? Yeah, I have no clue. No idea who that is at all. But number one record. Number one record. Wild. And then pulled two out of here real quick. I have at number 31, Funhouse by Pink. Yeah, there we go. For some reason, it's it's interesting to me to find mm-hmm. whatever the longest album is on the I like that. at That's a specific time. Yeah. So, But this is crazy. The longest album on the charts is at number 48. Oh, wow. Still pretty high. On the charts... 133 weeks. God. Taylor Swift self-titled. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's still on the charts. And then one more here at number 11. Almost broke the top 10. Ooh, okay. Almost there. With Roots Above and Branches Below. Really? The Devil Wears Prada. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, it did go number one on the Christian charts, if you wanted to know that. that I, that's not surprising. <laughs> But number 11 on the overalls. That's, number 11, Billboard 200. Dude, that's wild. That's buying charts. That's that's buying records, man. That's people yeah. out there buying People are out there buying records. records. Yeah, 31,000 sales first week. There you go. Number one on the Billboard Independent Records, number one on the Top Hard Rock Records, and number one on the Christian Albums. Man, this record was doing it. It did. It wow. did. Uh, it looks like it came out on Ferret also. And I, th- I didn't think Ferret was still independent, but I guess they are. Okay. Did it get any higher than eleven? I don't believe so. I think it peaked okay. at eleven. I think it. I think it entered eleven and then was. Damn. I didn't even. I didn't look at the next week. I didn't. I didn't want to feel bad and see no, it that, on the chart. That's sure, but <laughs> still, that's that's amazing. Yeah, eleven for this record. Yeah, is crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. But that being said, Scott. Yeah, the Double Wars product with roots above and branches below is 11 tracks, 40 minutes, 17 seconds. Nice and yeah. tight. Nice and tight. It's Maybe. Good. We'll talk yeah. about it. Uh, Scott, let's... First of all, you were familiar with Devil Wars Prada from their most recent project? I think it was their... their not their, their most recent, the one right before it. Yeah, it was uh, the act. Yes. yes. And I don't recall that being so Christian heavy on the theme. Yeah, I don't think it was. I also don't remember being one way or another on that record. I think I listened to it like the week it came out because I was looking for something new to listen to. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I listened to it like twice and that was it. 
Well, the Christian thing being said, though, if you're not looking at these lyrics, yeah, you're not catching most of that. No, <laughs> like not like not at all. That's for sure. So you can understand then why I'm out there just breaking faces in the pit to this. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, it has the feel of not Christian Christian. Yeah. Until is... you dive into the lyrics and you're like, and then oh. it's very apparent. Yeah, I almost didn't bring you a divorce product record because when I revisited this one and when when I revisited plagues, that was so because I would go into it and I'd be like, OK, I, I remember liking this. And I'd look at the lyrics and be like, wow, I didn't catch any of this back yeah. in the day. Yeah, buddy. None. No, and I knew they were Christian. Right. But I didn't catch any. Not so Christian. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but they, they can. They can say we're a Christian band. It's not like, hey, we're a oh, Christian yeah. band playing metal. No, you're a Christian band playing Christian music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's get into the first track, then, Scott. Sure. We have the opener. Sassafras. Yes, sir. I'm not sure if you mentioned it last week or not, but I don't recall knowing that the Devil Wears Prado were a faith-based band. <laughs> yeah. That was my first note. Yeah, that checks out. It should be. It should have been. Yeah. Everything is a question of goodwill, but we're too busy delivering answers with arrogance is such a powerful line. Uh, all lyrics written by Mike Karanica. Yeah, the, I love that line. That, it kind of took me aback. Okay. Because I wasn't expecting something so deep. Okay, yeah. From this record, especially not expecting the Christian... I would say undertones, but I think it's just tones. Yeah, no, that uh, <laughs> yeah, they are just there. Yeah, it just it just surprised me. And then like the emotion that went into that line is like you can feel it because at the end of the word arrogance, his voice cracks a little bit. Like it's not like it's it's harsh vocals. Yeah. But then it cracks to like being just regular scream, like a regular scream instead yeah. of being a pronounced harsh vocal. I, I love that. So a, a good welcome into the record then. Yeah, yeah. The cleans sound really nice too in the second verse. I'm not 100% sure because it says Mike Karanika's lead vocals. And I've seen Devil Wars Prada three times and I don't know why I can't answer the question. Uh, but Jeremy DePoister also does clean vocals. He so does I don't, clean vocals. It says clean vocals, but I could have swore that Mike had also did clean vocals. I could oh. be wrong. I could be wrong though. Like I said, I saw him three times. And I've listened to, well every record up to this because i kind of bailed after this i didn't bail because of this record i bailed because of the next record that was an ep but we'll get that oh, after. we'll okay. get that quickly after the wrap up sure yeah great good song really liked it <laughs> my relationship with sassafras is when i saw them at warp tour it would have been after this record came out so it would have been 2000, 2009 2010 warp tour and they were i just remember a guy that you know how you just make these random like one-time friends in the pit oh yeah and like they just say shit to you and you're like okay one guy just kept saying, you think you're going to play Sassafras next? The, the, uh, Sassafras is my favorite. <laughs> Sassafras is my favorite song. You think you're going to play Sassafras next? And he's like, they better fucking play Sassafras. So I can't see Sassafras or listen to Sassafras without, without thinking, thinking of this, that, dude. dude. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what he looks like. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup of one. You just know that he's out there. I know he's living. out there and wanting Sassafras. Right. Always. Moving on to track two, I Hate Buffering. Uh, wow. I didn't even realize we were on to the next song. The transition was seamless. so seamless. Yeah, it is. Absolutely seamless. I love the synths in the background at the end of the first verse. It kind of freshens it up a little bit. The scratchy, glitchy sounds playing headphone games is great. 
Okay, now uh, if if they weren't playing headphone games, if they were just yeah. scratchy, glitchy sounds, yeah, would you still be down with them? In my next line of notes, it says, kind of reminds me of a hybrid theory. Okay. So uh, yeah, sample a little of. bit. So I I think I would still kind of dig it. Okay. Um, I but... always do. I always forget how electronic, how many electronic aspects Linkin Park has, and how against they electronic aspects you are. In the beginning, I <laughs> I know it's wild. In hybrid theory, there's so many electronic aspects, yeah. but I I love it. <laughs> so sometimes I'll I'll come across a song like this that will incorporate some glitchy electro kind of shit i shouldn't like oh but because it's in a heavy song it reminds me of hybrid theory so i'm I'll cool with it. it i'll take it <laughs> yeah don't mistake my intentions for superiority let's make that clear i'm glad he made that point because i have a habit of coming into a record like this almost instantly feeling looked down upon because oh. of the christian aspects good i'm glad that i'm so, so it helped you yeah even if briefly it helped you it's funny because delving into these lyrics really kind of took me out of yeah. the record a bit because my first listen through was my run last week yeah. last weekend um when you gave us when you gave me the record and you got none of that you got no Christian. I got, no yes. like i i started running the fucking music was going and i was like dude and at the time it got me to my personal best yeah and I was stoked. I came home. I was like, okay, I need to like, I need to like actually look into this, do my due diligence and look into the lyrics, pay attention to the music that's going on, do my notes. And as I was going, you might notice as we go song to song, man, the lyrics are heavy. Yeah. Now maybe, maybe this is one of the kind of reasons also why I can just take a vibe of a record. Yeah, like, like I, yeah. I'm able, I'm able to just step back and be like, no, I, I fuck with this record a lot, and that's. But you still have that heavy lyric driven. I am you, a you very lyric driven person. But but it's it's albums like this and it's bands like this that I was loving that I love the sound so much that yeah. I was able to go, but like, yeah, you know what? Whatever they're saying, whatever. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's like the Satanist record for yes. Behemoth for me. Yeah. I even though I am a very lyrically driven person, I never paid attention yes. until we did that episode. And then we did that episode. I was like, Oh shit, I am going to hell for listening to this <laughs> and suggesting it on the podcast. Uh, well, it's all right because we're leveling out with this record then. Exactly. I think we're right in, in Midgard where we're right at where we need to be on. Maybe, Earth. maybe I'll just bring you nothing but Christian acts the rest of the year, you know, just and then to... we'll, then we'll get up there. We can possibly <laughs> yeah. step just, our way up to heaven. Just a level. I mean, we're pretty far down after the yeah. month. We're pretty, <laughs> we're pretty, we need, we need a God month. Yeah. We need, we need a bunch of real a, heavy Christian acts, a, a savior month. Yeah. Moving on to track three, assistant, the regional manager. I love the title, but see, this is also the time when titles of songs, especially in the scene, didn't fucking matter at all yeah no name the name the song whatever you want it doesn't matter and it's yeah. it's it's weird but i think that also makes me appreciate when the song title does work with the song here right and there. Yeah. <laughs> because half these i mean maybe all of these don't really matter don't yeah <laughs> I, there's not really a a correlation from no. the title to the lyrical content yeah at all but uh I was hopeful when I saw the title of this song. I was like, give me some office references. Let me have some Dwight lines. They had a sick office, like rip monster shirt. 
where uh-huh. it was, I think it was Dwight with a chainsaw. <laughs> and it said assistant to the regional manager, like really big, and there was blood everywhere. Like, awesome. I mean, I think this the, at this time period, it's peak merch, man. Because they were this they were using the neon. It, it's it's a little post neon, like neon's around, oh, okay. yeah. but they're using so many like pop culture references and selling all these, especially Warp Tour. Like oh, on, sure. online, it would be hard to catch some of these shirts because they'd get taken down. But yeah. you have band merch that have. Look, I have an Amir Lady Gaga shirt. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, you were talking <laughs> Come about on that. now. Like right. it, they're just using whatever all the time and it's yeah. excellent. Yeah. But yeah, there's 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 no office references in this song. No, there's not. <laughs> but I do love the intro to this song. I really didn't realize how heavy into the faith aspect this band gets. <laughs> yeah. Uh I'm not hating it so much though. Well, it's because he gave you that out and yeah, I was going to say he gave me that saying uh yeah, not to be looked down upon or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So moving on to track four, which was the lead single of the record, actually. They put this Des- out. Des Moines? Uh, Des Moines. It's Des Moines. It's Godzies. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Des Moines. The clean vocals are a right on time kind of switch up on this track for me. Okay. I'm I'm a fan of harsh vocals, but I needed something to get me on a different level. By the way, love the tone of his harsh vocals, and I love the cleans on these. I, the cleans are so pretty and beautiful yeah. to me for yeah. not just this record, for all of the Wars Prada. I don't know oh, if okay. it changed later. I don't know if Jeremy DePoister left later or whatever, mm. but I've always that, that there's a particular tone, and you even know this. There's a lot of metalcore that if the singing voice doesn't work for me, I'm out. You're out. I yeah. can't do it. Like there's just tones that don't work. But Devil Wars Prod is one that all has always worked for me. Although, like I said, I bailed out after the next record. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was just a little something in order to keep it fresh. I liked it. Sometimes singular words get drawn out really long, mm. longer than they need to. Uh, but I feel like I'm kind of nitpicking when I'm saying that. That's a, that's a Tom DeLonge influence. At this point in the record, I'm nitpicking. That's that Tom DeLonge influence. <laughs> right. Uh, the clean guitar in the third verse is great. Now, this band, at this point, I'm noticing they do things that I really like, but for really, really short periods of time. Okay. Uh, to switch up the vibe a bit. That I wish they would make those times as long as the singular word pronunciations that they do later on. Okay. So moving on to what I consider one of the greatest intros to a song of all time, Scott. Track five, Big Wiggly Style. Big Wiggly Style. Start a song with a breakdown, I'm in 100% of the time. (laughs) Yeah. I love the little string line at the beginning, and I really wish they had come back into that. I found myself like waiting for more of it. Okay. And I think I just kept waiting throughout the whole song, so it kind of passed me by. The song itself... Until that um, that piano yeah. that comes in. I know there's like synths and keyboards throughout most of these songs, but that clean sounding piano in this one really did it for me. Yeah, I, I love this track. And that, like I said, there might not be an intro to a song that I've listened to more than Big Wiggly. <laughs> that this? Like one of those situations when I was probably like 22 Mm. driving my uh, I don't know if I had my I probably had my Cadillac at that time driving my Cadillac with fucking dubs on it around yeah <laughs> and hitting rewind to listen to that 
at full blast over and over again. Just the intro. Just the intro. Just like, yeah, <laughs> there it is. Oh, yeah, that's it. There it is. Oh, yeah. Back 30 seconds. There it is. Just back restart. 30 seconds. There, yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And we're back. And we got it again. Right there we so, go. So, yeah, my music ADD is at full swing for that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Maybe that helps with this band, too, because, like I said, they have those little tiny mm-hmm. sections in each of these songs that, like, really get me. But then they kind of never come back to. Even with my music ADD, I these tracks are solid for me. I mean, three minute average. There's only yeah. like three or four tracks over four minutes. But I, I may, I may. This may be one of the first ones that tested that. This may be one of those mm. first ones that I was like, no, I, I want to listen to all this record because oh, wow. I, I loved it that much. I really did. Yeah. Moving on to track six, another killer intro, Danger Wild Man. And Scott, I thought this said, I know a guy for, I don't know, two years. I thought it was, I know a guy, not yeah. I know a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> and that ghost is the spirit of the Lord. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> is there a second harsh vocalist on this track? There's no features. So I'm going to say, I don't maybe know. It's, maybe it's another guitarist or the basses or something, but it sounds like there's two different vocalists. Yeah, possibility. Um, I don't have the liner notes, like actual liner notes on. Because there is one who draws out his words, and then there's another vocalist who just dumps his words like he's a normal speaking person. Uh, and I really like that. Strings in the background is something I'll never get tired of. Yeah, they had a bunch of that, and I really, really liked it. The bridge on this track is great. I needed another little switch up. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, moving on to track seven Ben has a kid. Weird kind of techno-y stuff going on in the background that yeah. I don't really hate. Weird. Weird. I, yeah, I know. I don't know what's going on with me these days, but I don't hate it. A lot going on musically on. with this track. Hold on. I just pictured I just pictured a crucifix on a turntable spinning and you worshiping <laughs> at the foot of this electro god. And wow, is it a vision? No. <laughs> you're just like yes electronic father yes electronic no, that will never happen i just i specifically said i don't hate it yeah <laughs> but that was enough for me to say that you that was it. it yeah that's no, all i needed I that's all i needed sorry continue i kind of find myself tuning out on the vocals at okay. this point that does happen yeah and, and that also might be why i didn't hear any of the god stuff because at, yeah. at certain points it just becomes an instrument. Yeah. And yeah. you're just you're just hearing the tone unless you're like we like we did for the show. You're digging into those yeah, vocals exactly. and look at the lyrics. With that, I kind of just want them to get to back to the weird sounding shit on this track. Okay. Because it was it was interesting to me. It yeah. was interesting. So for the show, like we said, I dig into the vocals, I mm-hmm. dig into the lyrics. I would rather not pay attention to them. Yeah. And that that's 100% acceptable. And yeah. I would insist on doing that because I don't like I said, almost didn't bring this to you. Yeah. But yeah. when I when I when I close the lyrics and I sit back and I listen to this record, I'm like, no, I still love this record. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not going to put it on you that you should be paying attention. to right. the lyrics. I'm right. Definitely not going to do that. Yeah. So moving on to track eight, another great intro here. Wapocalypse. Yeah. Or as I like to call it now that we've had the Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion song, WAP, I oh, like no. to call WAP, it WAP. the wap Ocalypse. <laughs> and I that's Scott, that's that's the, that's the that's the post apocalyptic future that I want to live in. <laughs> 
That's that's where I want to live. I want to live in the WAP universe. Gotcha. Man, that's that's yeah. all I want in life. Uh, this one is suffering from the long drawn out words. Okay. Maybe it's not that bad, but I keep focusing on it. Mm-hmm. And it's taking away from the song to me. Not a bad track, but it's not hitting me super hard at all. If you didn't, if you weren't listening to the lyrics, they would just, the, the drawn out words would just fall into the music. Yeah. So it, it wouldn't yeah. be an issue. And exactly. it, it isn't an issue because I listen to it constantly. No, I, after writing the notes and you just said, I'm, I'm good on the lyrics. I was like, yeah, I, I don't even pay attention to them. Good choice. They're just, <laughs> Great they're choice. there as, like you said, they're, they're as an instrument to me. But this is huge. That's a huge moment for our show. Yeah. Because, yeah. It's taken me this long to get you a record that you can do that. Yeah, I I don't do like that. normally you'd be like I just can't do it. Like maybe that's the case, but I just can't do it. Yeah. And we I finally got there. We finally there reached it. That, this that's is actually a, this is a huge tent pole for the show right now. <laughs> and I don't want to gloss all, over it. It's, it's all you needed was god heavy lyrics with long drawn out words. But weirdly enough, it's probably the perfect formula because if he didn't say that thing about don't take my words for superiority like without that maybe you're out period i could have been yeah moving on to track nine give me half best intro on the record (laughs) okay strings are a beautiful touch this track could have really benefited from more clean vocals i think i did really like it musically though uh they went a bit further and i appreciate it all right yeah so moving on to track 10, the shortest track on the record, Louder Than Thunder. Great transition from the last track. I think another track like this, at least vocally, earlier on in the track list would have helped me. The quiet that happens for a split second when he says quiet yeah. was amazing. Syncing that up and making like making that point. Well, that would be Joey Sturgis, who engineered, mixed, and mastered it. Okay, I think this track as a closer would have been a little better than Lord Zenu. Yeah. But I wish, like I said, there was another track, not exactly like this one, but closer to this one, thrown in the middle of the record somewhere to keep it sounding different and switching up and sounding more interesting uh, would have helped me on my deep dive through this record. Okay. And then you mentioned it briefly, so let's just dive into Lord Zenu, the closer. Uh, I wasn't quite ready for the whiplash that I got listening to this track from the last one. Yeah. The music is exciting. Uh, The different sounds going on are great, but I keep finding myself wanting more clean vocals after that full clean track. So, so maybe you go from here and listen to, uh, I believe it was the zombie EP next, because I think it was the more cleans that made me bail. Oh, there's more cleans on the next. On the there's there's more cleans and like they said this is a more medley record yeah and i think i wanted more medley i wanted breakdowns i wanted you right. know i wanted that heaviness and that shit and i it, i haven't revisited it so maybe i'm wrong but i think mm. i didn't get any of that gotcha on, on the zombie ep and then distant lands some it's something like or transit blues something like that okay was, was their next record where i dove in and i was just like yeah this it's not it's not with roots yeah right. and the weird thing is is i loved the record two records before this before they added choruses and all that yeah which don't sound like this and they're they're kind of more frantic at times 
I'm I'm okay. A lot of people can get mad at bands when they change their sound and turn to something they don't want. But this band gave me three albums that I really enjoy. Right. I'm okay with those three albums. I'm That's not it. I'm not mad at Devil Wears Prada for doing probably what they want to do. Right. Yeah. But this is just where I stopped. Sure. And I believe this is like that. If this were a triumvirate, if the, okay, if these are the Olympics, this is in my gold medal slot. Like this, this is, is right gold. In the middle. I think the I think the last two would fight over silver and bronze. I I, I don't want to go that far right now, <laughs> but this is my gold. I I think this is their crowning achievement for me. Yeah. I know it. I know it isn't for a lot of other people. And sure. I, and I know it maybe isn't even for them. But <laughs> right. I think it might be their highest charting record. So maybe it is. I mean, also? it got eleven on the normal charts and number one on all those other ones. And I want to. I want to give the credit to that to the record, but I think the credit to that is the scene itself. Sure, Devil Wears Prada were being pushed so hard. They yeah. were. They were everywhere. Uh, okay, real quick. Zombie EP was next, mm-hmm. and that was twenty ten. Dead Throne, that's the one. I think there is some heavy stuff on Dead Throne, but it just didn't do anything for me at the time. I think I was heavy into Acacia Strain at that point. Oh, yeah. So it was kind of like a going backwards for me. Sure. And then I didn't even listen to the next record after that. Hmm. But during this time of with Roots, they they had a track on the Punk Goes Crunk compilation. <laughs> they did. They covered the big timer song, Still Fly. Okay. And it is one of the heaviest hardest songs i've ever heard it's so fucking good now it's definitely a metalcore band covering a rap album a rap song yeah, so yeah. you're still gonna get the raps in there that feel a little weird yeah but yeah. god damn did that song go off at warp tour <laughs> it was their encore scott they came, oh, back, they out. came back out and did that? they came back out for still great. fly it was that's such great. it was such a vibe it was it was amazing that's funny so so what's your top three scott uh number three give me half Okay. Yeah, you said you love the intro, the intro to that one. Yep. Number two, Sassafras. Hey, I got a guy. Hey, I, I got a guy. Yeah. I got a guy I can introduce you to. You guys can talk <laughs> right. about Sassafras, right? And then number one, you could probably guess it, louder than thunder. Yeah, the shortest track on the record, which also yeah. isn't like you. I know. I know. My top three. Number one, Big Wiggly Style. God damn. Yeah. That shit. <laughs> number two, probably Danger Wild Man, and then number okay. three, Apocalypse. Yeah. Like, the, like those are the those are probably the heavier, more medley songs on the record too. Like they're the ones that probably get get into it more. Yeah, and man, that big wiggly style opening—it's still one of my favorite moments. <laughs> when I think of this record, I think of that. You think I of think that? of that track specifically. Yeah. Sassafras and that track, but uh, so Scott. Yeah, we covered it. We did cover it with roots above and branches below. Yes, sir. Where's Prada? Throne, own, phone, or grow. It's a phone, but like. Mm-hmm. It'll stay on heavy rotation on my phone. Okay. Uh, the, tracks because... you, the tracks you like, Louder Than Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, the record, record? is a whole. Okay. Yeah. Because when I'm not paying attention to it. It's great. Like, here's the, here's the thing. If I own it mm-hmm. and I spin it, I'm paying attention to it. Yeah. It's it's a, just kind of a, it's a physical, like, mental state that I'm in when I put a record on the turntable and you know push start put the arm down i'm paying attention yeah when i play this on my phone and i'm running yeah man this is a great record to listen to when i'm running yeah straight i love it 100 percent. so it's a phone but do you have any interest on other 
are you going to are you going to venture farther into the Devil Wears Prada, either forward or back from this one? Or do we have to wait till I give you another one? If you want to give me another one, I'll wait. I Because I know you like the other the two previous ones. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll at least give you one. I'll, I'll probably I, at least give you one. OK, I don't think I'll go back and listen to the act anytime soon because okay. I don't remember it. Like I said, affecting me one way or another. Yeah. And I have enough to listen to that. I don't feel the need to go back to that. Mm hmm. But if you're going to bring me another one, I, I won't be upset about it. Yeah. In addition, they put out Zombie EP, like I said, in 2010, mm -hmm. Dead Throne 2011, Dead and Alive 2012, 818 2013, Space 2015, oh, Transit Blues 2016, The Act 2019. That's where I got in. And then, oh, Zombie 2, Z2 EP 2021. And okay. then Color Decay 2022. I saw that up on Amazon that I thought maybe I'd listen to, but I don't know. It says on here that it has seven singles from Color Decay. That seems oh, wow. like a lot. That does seem like a lot. It says the first single from this record came out in 2021. Mm. And then the last record, the last single came out in 2023. Wow. That's, they're really milking They're pushing that record. that record, huh? Yeah, they're really yeah. milking that record. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll probably bring you Plagues. I think you might like Gauntlet of Solitude. That's not it. That's not the name of it. We went over this. <laughs> Dear Love of Beautiful Discord. I think you might like that record too, but don't listen to that one yet because it's, I'll give you plagues to see, you know, where we went, how we got to with roots from plagues at least. Sure. So we'll at least do that. But if you want to go ahead and listen to any other stuff, be my guest. Yeah. Um, maybe I revisit and I love it. I don't know. I'm not in a mindset to do that with Devil Wars Prada yet, but right. who knows yeah. what happens down the road. Yeah. So, Scott, Devil Wears Prada isn't all you were listening to. What's your record of the week? This pushed me into another record. I don't know if it was around the same time, but it was in the scene. I was listening to Bone Palace Ballet by Chiodos. What a fucking record, man. Man, I love that record so much. Yeah, I do too. And it just, like, the clean vocals, especially on Louder Than Thunder, kind of brought me into that mindset that right after listening to to devil wears proud i was like man remember fucking chiodos and i threw it on and i was like god it's so good bone palace ballet might be a masterpiece like it, it might I, it might it, be a 10 yeah it's it's so good cover to cover it's great that there's another tone by the way that goddamn do i love his tone his yeah. vocal tone holy craig, shit yeah craig owens is that his name uh yeah because craig mabbitt's the escape the fake guy right yeah yeah but yeah, his his vocals are fantastic, and I absolutely love that record. And I nearly forgot about it until yeah. I listened. <laughs> until but I that's fun when it. it happens, though. That's yeah, fun when you're like, oh, fun. this record, here we yeah. are, back 100%. into it. 100%. Yeah, it was great. Much like always happens, my record of the week is very different from yours. Yeah. <laughs> my, my record of the week is The King of Crunk and BME Recordings presents a little scrappy. <laughs> It is a little scrappy album. God damn, do I love this record. No Problem is one of my favorite hip-hop hip hop tracks of all time. Headbus is on here with Lil Jon. Lil Scrappy was supposed to be like the next big Crunk guy. Okay. Crunk was kind of winding down at the I was time. I say, did it, did it like play out Crunk that, was, by then? It, it was winding down at the time, but then he had a falling out with Lil Jon. Oh, that makes it, that makes it even harder. And well, he's he's done an interview recently where he said that it, it was on him. The reason behind oh. I, I guess what happened is Lil John put out a single and had Luda on it. 
Mm-hmm. And Lil Scrappy said that was supposed to be my my verse. Oh. And I guess Lil John looked at Lil Scrappy and said, you think you could put a better verse on it than Luda? Right. <laughs> and I guess at the time, Lil Scrappy, he said, he's like, I was mad. That shit pissed me off. He's like, you're supposed to think you're the best. And I did think I was the best. He's like, mm. but now looking back, I couldn't have put a better verse on it than Ludacris did. Yeah. So he's like, it was kind of on me. But, you know, we live, we learn. Here we are. Right. But I love Lil Scrappy. I always have. I was watching something where they were talking about Atlanta hip hop. It might have been actually it was a little it was a little John. It was it was a little John interview or something where he said the crazy thing about Atlanta is Atlanta makes records for Atlanta and they just mm-hmm. happen to go to the rest of the country. Right. Like everywhere else, they kind of make records for the everywhere else. But yeah. Atlanta, we make records for ourselves and everybody else catches on. And I yeah. was like, that explains it perfectly. Like that explains all that shit. Like from right. Gronk to the the future shit. Like it kind of explains all the weird shit going on in hip hop, especially. Like they right. make they make records for the 21 Savage. Like they make records for Atlanta. <laughs> right. And then they spread from there. Yeah. And then Lil John did touch about how he thinks he's he sees the center of hip hop moving from Atlanta to Memphis, which mm. Baby, let's make it happen. Give me more yeah. Memphis. I, I was gonna say that's where it. you're at, right? I fucking love it. Yeah, I, I love Atlanta too, but Memphis, man. Yeah, I'm into it. I, I wish I could find the little scrappy record on vinyl. Impossible. I'm even hunting down the No Problem single, like 12 inch. Oh wow, the 12. Yeah, I don't have many singles, but I actually I may own it now. I should probably look at that before I go try to buy it again. <laughs> I may have it. Right. I may right. have gotten it. Okay, we got records a week cover yeah. that we're sprouted all's left for you is tell me what we're doing next week scott uh next week is one that i've kind of danced around since i think our third episode okay oh also speaking of our show how wild is it that emery and devil Wars prada two of my favorite bands of the time yeah both huge christian bands yeah and weirdly enough, I think the religion is less noticeable in Emory. I mean when when you're looking oh, at when you're looking oh, at yeah, lyrics. when you're looking at it, yeah. But it's it is crazy how heavy Christian music played in my it is kind of funny in my musical life where yeah. I was never that at all. Right. But okay, sorry. I I, I wanted oh, to look good. at that through line. What what am I listening to next week? This band is coming up on our loudwire list. Radiohead. Yep. Yeah. And but, it we're not what record the, are we doing? We're going to do OK Computer. OK. On the list, it's In Rainbows. Yeah. But I want to give you the one that most of the world went crazy for. OK. I'm going to I'm going to preface it by saying it's not my favorite Radiohead record. Oh, OK. Weird. <laughs> Weird. But OK. It, it's a it's a switch up because, okay. like I said, it's not my favorite Radiohead. But when it came out, everybody went crazy over this record. It was like on fucking the top of so many lists and stuff like that. And it definitely has a place in music history. I was much more a fan of the record before it called The Bends. Okay. But we're going to give you this one before we hit In Rainbows from the Loudwire list, because why not? Are there, would there be any hits on here that I know? Oh, yeah. Okay. Karma Police was a big one. Uh, it was gonna, all over the radio. I'm not gonna pull it from the from the names, probably. Yeah, and there was I think there was another hit off this record that okay. was that was pretty really big. But we'll we'll get into it next week. I'm curious to see what you're gonna say because if I remember correctly, the second Emery record you gave me, I said there was 
some tones in it that reminded me of this record. Yeah. So yeah, we'll jump into it. Uh, it's the right time. I don't have anything else picked out that I was really heavy on this week. Was um, this was this one that was part of the game we played last time? Or no? When I chose Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, you yes. had letters. This was part this of the was game? The R. Yeah, this was okay. the R. Yep. Okay. Computer next week. Okay, computer Radiohead. next week. Yes. Excited? I wouldn't say excited. Um, dreading it? No, though. Radiohead is one of those bands that I've wanted to at least venture into. They are and a band that kind of switches up a lot record to record. For some reason, I've always thought that after I got into REM, that Radiohead might be something I can get into. Maybe. Whether, whether this is the record or not, we'll find out next week. Like I said, not my favorite one, but you're getting another Radiohead that's coming up really soon for us. Okay. Which is more in line with what I like from Radiohead. Okay. So you're in the next two weeks, you're getting two versions of Radiohead, uh, and one is, I favor more than the other. And one I will be with for a week, and the other I will listen to once. Or or you might like it and listen to it more than once. Even the records I love off lists normally don't stay hanging around. Okay, well, we'll see what happens. If I buy it, that's another story. Yeah. Like if I buy the vinyl. But yeah, for the most part, there's not many records that I listen to more than once nowadays. Mm, yeah. like Because I'm listening to so much shit. Yeah, you got so much. Yeah. Like you, you remember Henry Rollins in that one book said he's on like what an eighty twenty split protein and carbs. Protein yeah. is new music and carbs are. I'm probably man. I'm probably like a ninety five five. Yeah, like I'm probably listening to ninety five percent shit I've never heard before or right. shit I'm not familiar with. And then the other five percent is what I give you for the show. No, because that's still shit I don't know. <laughs> that shit I give you for the show. The other five percent is shit I give you for the show. Right. Or let's be honest, probably Twenty One Savage. So yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 unabashedly a Twenty One Savage lover. So I yeah, can't you are anything anything at all. Follow us on Twitter at AOL Pod. Follow us on Instagram at AOL Pod. Send us an email at areyoulistening.podachimo.com. Join the Facebook group. Link will be in the show notes. Listen to all the Jordan Media podcasts. Scott, thank you for the episode. Thank you for the friendship. Thank you for the podcast. Yeah, flip, thank the, you, flip those last two. <laughs> put those last two in the order thank you for listening listeners always as long as you're listening that's all that matters doesn't matter how or what you enjoy just listen enjoy what you enjoy enjoy it are you listening are you listening they were on the only page that mattered to them the page of the lord trapaholics real trap shit you think you're gonna play sassafras next the, the uh, sassafras is my favorite that's right, my favorite song. You think you're going to play Sassafras next? And that ghost is the spirit of the Lord. That's that's where I want to live. I want to live in the WAP universe. <laughs>